The SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford, around since 1982, one of the longest-running dealerships in Ottawa. The K. family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to ensure you always have the finest buying experience. See what they're all about, shop for your next vehicle, then make your appointment today at jimkford.com, 438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me, I'm Jer Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP, Ottawa Sports Talk, every weekday. Hey everybody, welcome to our show. It is Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome, former TSN morning radio host, now lighting it up in the podcast world, which James is getting a bit cliche. There's a lot of TSN guys out there floating around now in the podcast world. <laughs> well, there's crazy 800,000 of them, apparently. Podcasts. Yeah, and I think 700,000 are actually hosted by TSN, former <laughs> TSN colleagues. There you go. Uh, but you, you need to have something, Steve, Especially in the sports world, okay? We're, you're going to take it on. Congratulations, you know, to be able to do this and survive. Um, or better than survive. You need to separate yourself, Steve, from other shows. Okay? Right. That's what you got to do. And Stevie, this is a big day. Huge step for this podcast, okay? Okay. You've got an added feature. What is it? Okay, so you're going to give me a, uh, some sort of, sort of punchline, okay? Some sort of, uh, uh, you know, some sort of deal like... Uh, I got a sweater for Christmas, but I was hoping for a, uh, or, yeah, I was, I was hoping for a moaner or a screamer instead. Right. Okay. Right. So, so you, you, you give me one. We've got this unbelievable new feature. Okay. On the show. I was in a town that was so small to get to the other side. You brought your own rim shot. Yeah. I got my own rim shot. Look at rim shot. So small, Steve, to get to the other side. Okay, let me try it. If I could walk that way, I wouldn't need the enema. <laughs> See? Isn't that something? Anyway. Huh? It's really something. That's a big day, Stevie. That's a big day. Mm-hmm. The podcast. You know, it's unbelievable. Didn't we used to mock one of our old co-hosts relentlessly for sound effects and stuff like yeah. that? It was like doing a show with Mr. Dress Up. You know, be, we, I didn't know what was going to happen, right? He walked in with a big box you know sitting beside him and uh i'm you know i'm saying uh whatever it's like you know good morning everyone you know it's uh you know crack crack it on here it's 5 35 uh welcome to the show and uh you know it's a bunch of fog patches you know and i'd say well you know who cares about fog patches you know unless you own a ship and then all of a sudden you reach in the box goes wonk wonk (laughs) it's sort of like a 1950s tv clown and all the sound effects, like Krusty the Clown on The Simpsons, right? You couldn't just say something that was funny. There'd have to be some kind of, like you just did there, like a rim right. shot. Or he'd have he'd have one of those uh, those triangles from moderately funny yeah. things. He'd go, ping. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, or he'd, right. have a, he'd have that wooden, that wooden train re- whistle if it was really funny. Toot, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. The wonka, wonka. Okay, that car, that car. <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> I saw a guy with a car, Stevie, who's got the train horn on it. Have you ever seen these guys? Okay, like they no. got the they got the the you know the car that's all it's all done up. 
You know, I don't know if you could say sure. tricked out anymore, but you know, it's tricked out. Tricked out. Yeah, tricked out. It's got the cards all tricked out. Driving through the market one day, okay? And, uh, you know, someone's, someone waves at his cool car, you know? He's got a car all tricked out, and someone waves, and all of a sudden he goes, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, got the train horn on the thing. Oh my God. People were down on the sidewalk. <laughs> Hit the deck, man. Good God. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, some kind of greeting right there. You gave me a freaking heart attack. Yeah, that's what we sh- that's what we should have done. Okay, so when he's giving it the wonka wonka or the bing, okay, we should have we should have come up with something that was you know just we, just reached just, <laughs> I should, yeah, I should. just borrow the Ottawa Senators' big train horn after they score a goal and bring it into the little studio. Yeah, we should yeah, or just this this sound. Have a little tape recorder. Just go. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was a, you know the weather. Weather's so bad. Uh, you know, I I I don't like my wife. You know, ah, ooh, <laughs> right, something like that. Yeah, Rhonda. Or I remember, remember when we, Hooters was a sponsor, Stevie. We brought. We thought it'd be a good idea to bring in a Hooters girl in in studio. Three of yeah, them. Three of them, and uh, they're sitting around. Uh, we're live. Okay, we're live, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, we want to introduce you to you know uh, Cindy. Uh, Cindy's cousin Gallardo and uh, Rebecca. What you get Gallardo for the Hooters? Yeah, girl? Gallardo. Come on. Yeah, and Rebecca, right? And they go, "Hi, girls. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. You know, uh, is it okay if I say boobs? Uh, well, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, those were the days. Uh 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 uh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, an interesting big day, time. Steve. We're separating ourselves. I bet the TSN podcast don't have that. No, I wouldn't think no. so. I would not think so. I was listening to TSN today, and uh, a guy I like, I like a lot. I'm not going to name his name because I don't want to out him or anything like that. So I'm listening this afternoon, and he actually said, when do we start talking about the Colorado Avalanche going 16-0 and in these playoffs? And that rim shot, please, rim shot, rim shot. Yeah, I mean. It's a bad rim shot. Hang on, it's supposed to be like. There. Is that even a drum? What is that? It's a snare drum, man. Doesn't sound yeah, like it's, it. Uh, sounds like you're, sounds like you're hitting like a the top of an old fashioned metal listen, uh, bread listen, container. Sing, uh, give me some. You know, uh, do you know? Uh, she gets hungry for dinner at eight. Sing me a little jazzy thing, okay? A little with upbeat. I don't know that song. Yeah, Jazz? sing me a nice jazzy too. Fly me to the moon. You know that one? Give me a little. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like a Jupiter and Mars. I did not know you could play drums on top of everything else. You're a mystery. You're just a big freaking mystery. Fly me to the moon. Let me play amongst the stars. You are all I do. You gotta do. In other words, I'll be true. In other words, I love you. In other words, Stevie, I love you. In other words, I love you. You fill my heart with joy. All right, enough already. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. You asked me if I have fun. Okay. Yeah. No, it's Next, good. I'm bringing it's back good. the that... sander, Stevie, to, to shave the beak down on the bird. <laughs> okay. All right. So, did you, have, did you actually have that sort of uh, 
that that drumstick that's kind of a brush. I don't that's know. That's what, what those were, Stevie. When you're doing the brushes, nice. Stevie, you're gonna learn something here. Okay, here's the side. So your brushes are those are the brushes, right? On the snare. It's called it's called scrambling them eggs. That's the that's the action with the brushes. Come on, scramble them eggs, buddy. Nice. All right. Love it. All right. Well, let's get back to yes. it. Um the the punchline there was uh when do we start talking about Colorado going 16 and 0? And uh I was drove off the road when I heard that. I was like, what? Yeah. What are you? What are you, we're like they've got five wins so far. Right. That's like literally talking about an NFL team after week five. They're five and zero. Oh. Oh, when do we start talking about them with a perfect season? I don't know. In about uh, seven weeks, eight yeah. weeks, something like they that. They need the they need the a- book, Stevie. Okay, they've got to have the guideline book. All right, and uh, so when you hear a comment like that, right, you go, "Well, that's stupid." Okay, right. That's 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 kind of dumb. So they need the book. the The boss has to come in, right, and go. Okay, let's see, ABCD, we'll go to go to S here, flip it open, got a tab there with all the S stuff, stupid stuff. Yeah. Uh, says here, uh, when's Colorado going to five and all that falls into this kind Oh, you're fired. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, we can't have you anymore. <laughs> We're sort of a knowledgeable sports go-to station. Like even you wouldn't say something like that. Like if you and I, you and you and I are calling a triple A baseball game, for example, back in the day, I'm doing the links and you had to fill in one day as my color analyst. Yeah. And it's it's three innings deep. This is the equivalent of this. The third inning, you're saying, oh, it's third inning. He hasn't allowed a hit yet. When do we start talking about a no hitter? Oh, yeah. and that, uh, I don't know. Maybe in the eighth inning, yeah, or something. Yeah. In fact, don't talk about it because it's gonna jinx yeah. it. Bad jinx, right? You never say that. The, the other jinx. one is, I thought everyone said, you know, they used to say, you never talk about the shutout, Stevie, in hockey. Okay, never ever bring it up. Okay, you, you right. don't. And I'm like, oh come on, like who cares? Okay, who who gives a shit? Okay, until I was sitting up at the press box uh, at a at a Sens game. Vancouver was in town when Mess was playing for Vancouver. Uh, he wasn't dressed that game. They were on the road for a few games. He didn't dress, so him and I sat up in the press box. Exhibition game, Stevie. Okay, exhibition game. Mm-hmm. Canucks, Sens, and uh, anyway, it's like they're up. I don't know four nothing, something like that. Call it four nothing. Okay, halfway through the third. I go, this is good. You know, guy might knock out a shot out here. Boom! Okay? In the solar plexus with the elbow from mess. Oh. No, don't you ever say, don't ever, 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 if you're around me again, okay? Don't you ever say shut up. Wow. Don't even say it in a phrase. Just the word shut up, never. Okay? Even if, even if he gets one, don't say shut up. Okay? That's how stern Mark was. Okay? Like, relax. Yeah, you can't talk about it. Can't talk about shutouts or no hitters. Yeah. Still, yeah, you can't do it. You yeah, just, guys, don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't have, but I mean, move. sports is loaded with all kinds of uh, crazy traditions and superstitions. Like you think back to the Detroit Red Wings. I don't think they do it anymore, but uh, they used to throw octopuses. On sure, octopi. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's octopi. Steve, it's octopi. Plural, I think octopus. Octopi. I think so. I think so. All right. To, yeah. Anyway. Well, they did it one at a time, generally. I don't think they did more than one. That'd be gross. So it's enough that the uh, trainer, or not the trainer, but the uh, the arena guy had to wander out there, and he's flinging it over his head like it's waving the white towel or something, except it's waving around the uh, the octopus. Yeah. And uh, that's... Yeah. My, my, my dad used to say, watching that game, and then, you know, Grapes loved it, right? Remember, Grapes did that. It was kind of the promo shot, right, at the beginning, where he's carrying one, he's got one of those octopuses, okay, yeah. in his hand. And my, when my old man first saw it, we were watching the game. 
when we first saw it, it was like splat, you know, this big gross green slob all over the thing. My dad's like, well, what's next? A, a rotten, smelly corpse that they'll throw on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Dad. That's a bit of a no. I don't think a bit it, of a leap yeah. throwing dead bodies onto the ice. I think you know. Well, good God, what are they doing? You know, that's yeah. They probably stop you at security there if you. Yeah, that might be a bit of an issue. Yeah, tough to tough to smuggle it in. And, yeah, I got yeah, yeah, I got it. It's tradition here, isn't it? Yeah. No, 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 it's not. No, no, we throw fish. Okay. On the ice. Okay, that's what we do. We throw trout. We got <laughs> Wade Boggs, who was a big chicken fan. He decided chicken was responsible in his rookie year. He had uh, multi-hit games midway through his rookie season and never looked back. Entire career, pre-game poultry. And it worked pretty well because he racked up over 3,000 hits in his career. Serena Williams had sock loyalty. Oh, yeah. Uh, she wore the same pair of socks for every match during the course of an entire Grand Slam tournament. So she... uh Ooh. She's got 23 of those wins, so I think 23. Glad it was um, only socks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Johnny yeah. Moe, the great curler, John Morrison, whose father is Earl, Earl Morris. Okay, yeah. not Morrison. Or, or John uh, John Morris. Uh, Earl, of course, is a legendary curler from Ottawa, right? He uh, he wore the same socks for an entire briar or something like that, right. start to finish. Now, that's, that's a stupid. Like, you know what? Why don't you just put a couple of octopuses on your feet? What's, what's the difference? Okay. <laughs> Same smell. And a good slider, Stevie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By did the way, you, I Stevie. Didn't, I did not. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to impress you. I'm going to impress. Hang on, Stevie. I'm going to impress you with something, okay? Wade Boggs. Uh, this is going to knock you out. I'm pretty sure, Steve, that he has an incredible uh, record of never striking out, hardly ever striking out. Um, I would not be surprised by that. I don't know one way or yeah. the other, but he Something was the for, guy. Homework he for was, you, Stevie. Little internet yeah. homework for you. Yeah, he, he was, uh, no one covered the plate like that guy. Yeah, never, hardly ever struck out. Yeah. Hmm. Look at me bring it. And we, I, there was, I had no heads up there that you were going to mention Babe Woggs or whatever his name is. Wait. <laughs> Boggs. You can't brag about your Wade Boggs <laughs> trivia knowledge Boggs. If, you, if you if you can't remember his name. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, I'm giddy, man. It's Friday. Yeah. Ernie Els. No, it's not actually. It's oh, sir. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ernie Els has an interesting tradition. I know you like uh, your, your golf stuff. Yes. Um, of course, Tiger Woods always wears red on Sunday. Probably mm-hmm. the most famous superstition in, in PGA Tour history. But Ernie Els has the quirkiest one. I guess he believes that each ball only has one good score in it, and so he makes a point to discard each ball after a birdie or an eagle. No, he doesn't. Come according on. To golf, according to Golf Digest. Wow. Wow, never knew that. Never knew that. I wonder if he kept the ball, that one that he had a couple. It was one of the majors like three years ago, and he, I don't know, he eight-putted or something on the first hole. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he kept that ball. No, I didn't keep that. Can I tell you a great golf ball story? Sure. So my buddy Tommy, uh, it's Christmas time, and mm-hmm. we're sitting around his table after, you know, the next day doing a visit on the Boxing Day or something, and he brings out this, this gift that his wife got him for Christmas. He's a golf fanatic, okay? And wh- what this is, Stevie, it was advertised on TV, is you sit the golf ball into this thing, and it spins, okay? It spins the ball. Mm-hmm. And and you let it spin really fast for a few minutes. And what what the whole idea is that balls are made, they're not perfect, 
Okay. And there's, there's kind of this sweet spot on the ball. Okay. And, and you want to, you want to kind of find that sweet spot and that's where the ball. So you, you would, that, that's where you should hit the ball. Okay. So the way to find the actual sweet spot is you put it in the spinner, Stevie. Okay. And it whips. Okay. And then what mm-hmm. you do is you touch, once it's all spinning at the highest speed, you touch the ball with a, with a marker, magic marker. Okay. So you'll end up with it because the, the, the ball spins to this appropriate centrifugal deal that, that the, when the top of the ball would be the sweet spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you go, you know, you know what I mean, Stevie? Do you understand? Sure. So he's got the two dozen balls, okay, sitting to the right, uh, you know, without the dots on them, and he's loading them in, okay, taking them out of the box, puts them with zzz, puts a mark on it, and then piles the ball over here to the left, the ones that he's made marks on, okay? And I'm saying that, that that's kind of dumb. He goes, I'm right. telling you, it's a new technology. They wrote an article about it in Golf Digest. So he gets up to go for a leak, Steve. So he's, by this time, he's done eight or nine of these golf balls, okay? And uh, I said, okay, well, let's just check if that really works, okay? So when he went to the bathroom, Steve, I mark a bunch of balls without putting them in the spinner. I put dots on them, okay? (laughs) And I say, well, let's just double check it. So if if this is true, one of the balls you already marked, if you put it back in the spinner, it should spin again and the the mark would come up to the top. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, we mark a bunch. I mark four or five of them without putting them in the spinner. And I go... Try this one. See what happens. Of course, the thing never comes up. <laughs> Try another one out of your pile here, right? Love the gag, Stevie. Love the gag. Love that the gag. shit. Yeah. Listen, I, a couple others I want to get to uh, before we hit break here. Um, Traditions? Yeah, like superstition. So, uh-huh. like, like what? What is the what is the playoff beard about exactly? Oh, like, good one, Stevie. Yeah, uncle. Uh, uncle. I just, uh, well, for starters, like I, I can't believe the popularity of the the male beard here in the last what fifteen years. It's just like every ever the dude you come across has a big old beard, right? And right now in COVID, well, it's it's at an all time high. But even before that, it had become a big fashion thing. But uh, you know, even Joe guys, like even guys who, yeah, yeah, of course, even guys who aren't uh, wearing a beard, they, they tend to wear them at playoff time. And I just don't understand. Like everybody's doing it, so why is everybody's doing it? And there's going to be 15 of the 16 teams that don't win a cup. And yet everybody will do it again yeah. next year. Yeah. You know, I get it. Uh, well, well, the, what did come out of that was kind of cool. The, the Movember thing, right? The mustache thing was a pretty good idea, right? Yeah. Good charity deal. But hey, Jumbo. Hey, Joe Thornton. Come here. Sit down. Uh, what's with the, what's with the rotten, smelly Viking look? Right. Okay. Maybe we could trim that a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah. Awful. That yeah. thing. And it doesn't uh, look very good. It's freaking gray and everything. <laughs> get, get rid of that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he did shave it and he's like, oh my God. Sometimes you see, you know, guys will shave off a stash or a beard and you say, oh, you look a lot younger. But in the case of Joe Thornton, he, I mean, he lost 20 years. It was crazy. Yeah. You know what you off. do, Steve, to find the smelliest part of that beard? What? Is you put them on this spinning machine, you spin them in and you put take a magic. No, okay, that was a different deal. Sorry yeah, it's a different that. deal altogether. That, that and of course, there's superstitions in terms of jinxes and things. People talk about jinxes like the SI cover. Yes. Right? You appear on that, everything goes for a you know what. Yeah. The, there's yep. there's the Madden curse. You know, if you're an NFL player. Oh, you're, right. You're, you're, you're obviously one of the great players in the league if you're asked to appear on the cover of the Madden video game. Right. And uh, so many guys have done that. And they immediately, their whole career just 
turns to garbage. Right. Um, and there's goalies uh, throwing up before games. I think we had uh, Darren Pang on the, the suspendables. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he needed to or if it was just a tradition. Uh, Glenn Hall did the same thing. (laughs) The old barfing superstition. Yeah, my superstition of vomiting. Great. Yeah, yeah. and then there's uh, the classic Moises Alou who peed on his hands before every game. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Good one. Now, that one's okay. They should do that. They should replace the the playoff beard one with that one. Everybody in. Everybody in. Okay? Let's, Let's have a whiz all over the hands. I had one, Steve. Do you have any? Do you have a superstition? I have one. Um, sometimes I did. I'll get, I did. I don't do it anymore. In terms but. of a spectator, um, I've had uh, a number of them. Some listeners might remember back on the Tigor days when the Sens were, you know, winning President's Trophies and always being heavily favored and uh, not doing very well. I had the tradition of wearing red corduroys yes. and drinking RC Cola. And generally speaking, trying to stay on the same couch cushion where possible. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Serious, serious stuff. Serious stuff. I had one, Stevie. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I went to the bar, okay, I, I drank Rusty Nails, okay, which is Scotch and Drambuie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, when he poured the Rusty Nails, Steve, okay, I wasn't, this was my superstition. I wasn't so concerned about the split of how much Scotch goes to how much Drambuie. Okay, didn't didn't concern me, but I wouldn't leave the bar, Steve, until I had nineteen of them. <laughs> no more, no less. No more, no less. And that's uh, you know, I never broke that for years and years, Steve. Never. I'm so proud of you. Very superstitious. <laughs> uh, well, let's continue along here because I was going to take a break, but I'm going to wait now. Um, okay. Other hockey newts, newts. Notes and news come together as a nice newt. Notes and newts. <laughs> uh, go newts. You know, yeah. Edmonton should have called themselves the newts. Better than Elks. In the oh, CFL. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Getting er going. Uh, game one happening last night as we're recording this. And uh, I mean, it's going to be uh, kind of interesting because the last little while I've been getting these little feelings of Things getting back to normal. I just got my vaccination. That felt good. Not in the moment, but felt good to have it. Uh, you know, patios, they're saying patios good. could open within days here in Ottawa. Have mm-hmm. a pint on a patio on a warm summer day. And lastly, getting back to hating the Montreal Canadiens. No, again. Steve. Yes. Wait, you hate hating. the Leafs. How can you hate, I hate both? The, I hated the Leafs. That's why I was cheering for Montreal in the last round. And that was unfamiliar to me. I don't cheer for the Montreal Canadiens. I don't like the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, come on. Now, order is restored. I can cheer for the Jets because I don't give a crap one way or the other about the Winnipeg Jets. And I can get back to hating the Montreal Canadiens. Everything is right in the world, baby. Well, well, what is cool, right? And I I, I didn't think much of it when they did this whole COVID-adjusted schedule. uh, And they had the North Division. And everyone said right away, this is crazy. Someone's going to go to the semis, right, Mm -hmm. from a, a Canadian team. But now it's really cool. The, t- the time is here that Winnipeg or Montreal, right, are going to be a, a, you know, only one round away, uh, whoever, you know, of, of getting to the Stanley Cup after this series. Uh, Stevie, how about this? You, you had asked me what my favorite series is, and it's Montreal-Winnipeg for sure. Okay, I don't, I don't know why, but uh, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch right. that for sure. Yesterday, Stevie, we recorded the Suspendables with Russ, uh-huh. okay? 
And this is how this went. You were there too. You could, you could hear a pin drop. So I got my notes and uh, this is the best analysis of the Montreal Toronto series uh, or the uh, Toronto Montreal series. Okay. Post post series, Russ, uh, Russ, can we get your comments on uh, Toronto? What, what do they have to do? Uh, I, I, I'm not a uh, fucking analyst, Jim. <laughs> All right. I know. I, I, you know, I don't care, Jim. I don't care. I don't know. Steve, Steve, take that out. He said, okay, Steve, yeah. tell us, Jimmy, I, Jimmy, we didn't do this show to do analysis of, okay. I'm going, oh, okay. Well, Where's I hope I remember bit? to take it out. Jeez. Now that I now think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm laughing going, we, 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 we delayed the recording a day. Okay. So, and in fairness, Rusty, and when we sat down to do it, we said, okay, we're not going to break games now. First of all, I don't know what I'm talking about, but Rusty doesn't want to do it either. So that was the deal. I said, I got no problem with that. You know, we could, but we, we normally record the show on Mondays and it drops on Wednesdays, but Monday was game seven of the Toronto series. So I put that out to you and Rust. Hey boys, what about not doing this? And we'll do it post game seven, Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, Canadians. Sure, Rusty gets to back to right it. away going. Fantastic idea, so we can talk about it. <laughs> and he went to a barbecue halfway through the yeah, game as well. Like, <laughs> so I bring it up, and he goes, I, I, "Jim, Steve, take this out, okay? Steve, don't do that. I'm not. I'm not bringing the game down. Chucking your co-host under the bus. I know. My God. So that that was uh, that was his breakdown of the series. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, I laughed. I cried. But it is going to be an amazing series from a, uh, I think, a defensive perspective because I think both of these teams are, uh, you know, they're blessed with great goaltending. Um, and I think that anywhere they go in these playoffs, they're going to have to get through, uh, you know, some really good teams moving forward. And defense is going to be paramount. And I don't just mean the blue liners. I mean the whole team. Like team right. defense is going to have to be epic. And uh, that's largely why Montreal got through. And Winnipeg was able to shut down the likes of uh, – McDavid and Dreisaitl. So, um, I mean, I might sound ridiculous right now because the game was last night and we're recording before the game. So right. uh, it was probably a, a nine, eight game you know, <laughs> right. based, on, based right. on my luck, but I'd be, I'd be predicting that it was probably a pretty, it is going to be a, a low scoring series in general, if it, even if it wasn't in game one. So, but, uh, but what makes it intriguing Stevie is, is certainly what's happened up to now for sure. That Montreal Winnipeg series is Carey Price and Hellebuck, right? There's no doubt. Oh, I'm, yeah. try, I'm trying to think back, Steve, over all the years. You'd know better than I would, but great goaltending battles in the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. uh, of course, my, people probably roll their eyes because they always go to the the Oilers. But Hextall, Grant Fuhrer, you know, uh, I, I think I think Hextall won the he won the Con Smythe in, in in a loss. Correct. In a yeah, loss. there's only been a few who did that. I can name them all, I think, or at least a few, if not all. Uh, you got. So Ron Hextall did it. J.S. Jaguar did it for the Ducks. Then you also had Reggie Leach do it for the Flyers. And Roger Crozier back in the 60s did it. So I think that's Oh, the not entirety. just goalies. Yeah, Reggie Leach wasn't a goalie. Oh, I get no, it. No, no, I'm just saying all they were all Conn Smythe losers. I never, know a, I never knew a position guy got it. Wow. I knew a couple of goalies did. Yep. Uh, anyway, bodes well, right? Bodes well for the great. Um, that, that's why I'm in in the Winnipeg Montreal series. Right. Colorado Tampa looks like it's going to be over in a hurry. Tampa's already up two nothing and Carolina just found out today that Vincent Trocheck, their leading scorer is probably out for the playoffs after Uh-oh. he ran into one of his own guys last night and Trocheck, Oh my God. I remember in a Sens game a couple of years ago, 
that guy broke his leg on the ice. It was so just Ugh. one of those awkward plays. And I've never heard a player shrieking on the ice the way that guy oh. was that night. And I don't blame him. I'm not, I'm not mocking. Please don't think that I'm mocking him, but just to hear the screaming and the place was like a mausoleum. It was so quiet while this guy was shouting. It's like, Oh my God, it was really shocking. And Gross. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if maybe that, because that was such a bad break and he basically just locked skates with one of his teammates in game two. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same leg or not, but maybe there was some, um, like some level of weakness that, uh, from the old injury, I don't know. I'm a playing doctor on the on the podcast. I probably shouldn't, but anyway, they're going to miss him. He's the second leading scorer, as I mentioned. Yeah, because it goes right up there when you when you ask a guy who's going to win the Stanley Cup, right? Without 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 a guy breaking a team down, um, almost all of it is always footnoted with depends on goaltending and health health of the players, injuries right. and goaltending. Right. So, the, one of the big awards came out today in terms of the nominees. They're doing that one a day one award each day for the next, I don't know, 10 or 11 days. Right. They did the Vesna yesterday, and today they did the Ted Lindsay. And no real big surprises, like superstars everywhere here, Matthews, Crosby, and some guy named McDavid. They might as well give it to McDavid right now. What's, what's it, what is the Lindsay, Steve? Well, that is, uh, in my opinion, the best award to win. Everybody still goes with the heart. Like the Ted Lindsay, and I think prior to that, it was called the Lester Pearson. They changed it in 2010 to the Ted Lindsay. I, I thought that was a missed opportunity, by the way. Got a lot of by the ways here. I'm going to get back on the road here in a moment. Wayne Gretzky should have been named after that award, or that award should have been named after Gretzky in 2010. Uh, with all due respect to Ted Lindsay, who had a wonderful career. Mm-hmm. But this is this is going to be, I think, the the award to win as we move forward. The Hart Trophy is great and everything, and traditionally and even still today, it's seen as the one with the most cachet. Sure. But Ted Lindsay goes to basically the most outstanding player as voted by your peers. The NHL Players Association votes on this thing. If your peers think you're the best, I have Yikes. a lot more time for that. I've That's going way higher on my mantle if I'm a superstar hockey player than the MVP award as voted by jerks like me. Right, right. I say yikes because that, that, that is big. Yeah, that is big. Yeah. And that, uh, like the best, that's, that's why that should have been named after Gretzky because there's no NHL award named after Gretzky right now. That would have been their opportunity in 2010. Right. Gretzky had been out of the game for 11 years. Ted Lindsay's been, had been out of the game for 35 years. And all of a sudden they just say, Ted Lindsay's our guy. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, fine. That's it. You know what? That, that is, that might be bigger than the heart. Who's the best player in the league. And they, and, and you're talking to competitors, right? Of Guys guy. who know the game best. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. And uh, one other hockey note, um, the World Women's Hockey Championship's back on. Calgary's going to host it later on this summer. You may recall out east uh, earlier this year because of COVID, they said, like almost on the eve of it, Mm -hmm. we're talking there's 10 women's world teams from all over the world. They're basically about to get on their plane, and then Nova Scotia basically pulls the plug on the whole thing. So everybody's like, what? Right. I'm like, I literally have a babysitter. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> right. But um, it, it was canceled or postponed. And now they're going to play it in Calgary, which is good because, I mean, I mean, it's just such a huge thing for the women's game. You know, if you look at a five year window, there are six major events and five of them are the World Women's Hockey Championship. Right. The Olympics being the other in there. So it's, it's uh, you know, I feel like that needs to go off more than a lot of other sports that uh, that keep 
pushing forward. So I'm glad for the women. Yeah. God, Calgary gets a lot of events, eh? Must be the Olympic venues. I would have thought Edmonton, you know, I mean, Edmonton's just an expert now at this stage at hosting these things in the bubble, right? Right. Yeah. And well, Calgary was too, right? They pulled off all that curling, right? Right. Good point. Uh, like, I forgot like, about like that. Back to back events. They kept doing it. It's at, it's right at the Olympic ski jumps. There's a, there's, that's, that's where there's a big arena there. I forget what yeah. it's called, but um, anyway, good, good for the women. Absolutely. Good for uh, When we come back on the show, we're going to be uh, back with final thoughts. And uh, Babe Ruth's uh, had a card sell for more than any sports card in history. Wayne Gretzky, I think, just set the record, and now Babe Ruth has shattered it. We'll talk about that after these words. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Hit the road in a new 2021 model on a nice summer day with your choice of the latest innovations available in new Ford vehicles. Yeah, these are unconventional times right now, but for your comfort, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be more than happy to bring your dream vehicle to your home or your place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Have your insurance rates been going up year over year? You're not alone. It's happening to everyone. I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and see if I can save you a bunch of money. 860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And compared to this time last year, the price of a single-family home in the Ottawa area has gone crazy. Through the roof. Curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this? We should call our pal Glenn Walton with the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team, and he'll give you a free, no-obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market in your neighborhood. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. Now, back to Ottawa Sports Talk and whatever on the SWP. So, as I mentioned, the Wayne Gretzky card yes. sold just last week for a record $3.75 million. Wow. Boom shakalaka. The card was one of only two known in existence, graded at Gem Mint 10 by Professional Sport Authenticator, or PSA, and it's considered one of the rarest in the world, even 22 years after his retirement. The demand clearly still there for the great one. And as and as before I get into the Babe Ruth angle, lots of demand for him with, you know, the, the broadcast job that we talked about earlier this week. And also, he just signed a new deal with uh, BetMGM, um, kind of an online betting company, I believe, yeah. So he's a, it's a sports betting platform and uh, he signed a multi-year deal with them as their brand ambassador. It's good to be Gretzky. Well, then good thing Stevie. Good thing. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if he got, got the money for the card. I doubt it, you know, uh, but maybe the guys, maybe, maybe when you buy that card, I don't know, maybe you, are you, you know, you sell that card, maybe you shoot, shoot the, you know, you shoot Gretz a couple hundred grand or something. Yeah. 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 So good, good. Uh, you know, good thing he got the couple hundred because of the, multi-jillion dollar two deals he just signed this week it's it's really like um you think about it like Gretzky is really transitioning here he sold his house right he's he left the Oilers yeah he's got a new broadcast job he's now this brand ambassador it's uh there's a lot going on for the great one yeah yeah there is a lot so uh hardly winding down you know but no god no yeah I, I think, yeah, I think they like to, you know, they like to stay busy. 
Now uh, can he pay your mortgage? Yeah, now he can. As a matter of fact, I got to write him a note. Okay. Yeah. It's hey, about how about time. a little something, something jungles way here, pal. Okay. My, I might do it, Steve. I might do it. I think you uh, should. So what do you got to lose? Um, but anyway, back to the Babe Ruth thing. It sold for $6 million. Basically, Babe Ruth's minor league card. Six million smackaroos. Wow. Not too shabby, huh? Wow. Unreal. Was yeah. there only one of them? Or, or? Um, no, yeah, there got to be more than one Babe Ruth rookie card, right? They, cards are cards, right? You get- yeah, there might be more than one. I don't think so, though. Um, it's extremely rare, quite obviously, but it's the most expensive card ever sold. And it was because, um, I guess there was a, this doctor in the States. Uh, I just saw quickly the, the news story on it. He passed away recently. And left this, and he never talked about it. He kept it quiet. He just quietly accumulated all these cards. He has this vault filled with like, I don't know, like $50 million worth of sports collectibles and left it to his kids. And his kids, of course, are going right (laughs) immediately to an online auction house to get these things moving and cha-ching. But uh, yeah, it's basically a 1914 Baltimore News Babe Ruth pre-rookie card. And again, valued at over six million dollars, and uh, cool. Yeah, so yeah, very cool. <laughs> that works. Yep. Thank you, Absolutely. Dad. Thank you, Dad. Yep. How's the allowance? You, yeah, yeah. I'm pass on the allowance. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just grab this card here, uh, tear it open. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hunting through this stuff. Um, All right, let's call it a day right there. Any final thoughts? I do, Stevie. True story. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I sold my place, okay? And I live mm-hmm. right across <laughs> from my, my old place. I moved into <clears throat> a place. I'm going to rent for a year. Um, so when I did the deal, Steve, okay, we're negotiating on a price for my townhouse, okay? Right. We're back and forth. A little bit of, yeah, I'll leave the appliances, a little bit of this. Can you, you know, do, can you leave the drapes? Can you leave sure. a couple bars? Do all this shit. I'm, and yeah. I just said yes, okay, to all of it. Now it gets down to price, Steve, okay? Mm-hmm. We're 5K apart. Okay, so we're going to make a deal here somewhere. Okay, the guy starts to grind me, right? And give it the, <clears throat> listen, Jimmy, the, this is my limit here. Okay, this is my limit. So, yeah, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't give you five grand more. Okay, I can't. It's got to be this number. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to buy the place next door. You know, there's mm-hmm. another place for cheaper money. And I'm going, you know, I believe the guy. Good guy, right? Good guy. And, uh, I say, okay, tell the realtor, make the deal, right? Don't ask for the extra five, okay? Not lying, Stevie, okay? So they're a nice couple. They're buying the place. Uh, they buy it for their two sons, okay? Okay. So now I'm going, oh, that, that didn't quite jive with the, I, this is the end of my budget here. I'm Mr. struggling Biden. financially. Yeah. Stevie, the, the, the wife... They show up and the husband to help move in and all that stuff, okay? I just saw them wheel in, Stevie. I haven't seen them in a few days, okay? And then the kids, all right? The wife pulls in in the Audi, convertible Audi, okay? Followed by her husband in the Porsche Cayenne or whatever it is, okay? Oh, man. Okay? It's time for you to become the worst neighbor in history. Yeah. And, Stevie, the Tesla Oh. With the two boys. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, yeah, I picked it up used. Okay, Teslas are, okay. I can't do the five grand, Jimmy. Okay. 
Well, probably not because you got the half a million tied up in cars. Yeah. Guy right. got me, Stevie. The guy got me. Prick. I should have held up for 10. Well, you're the in the Porsche, neighborhood now. The Audi right? and the Tesla. <laughs> you're in the neighborhood now. You can make shit happen. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to make shit happen. Absolutely. I, yeah. Maybe some listener out there can give me a good idea. Uh, well, there's that movie, right, with Seth Rogen and his wife. And uh, what's his face there? The kid from High School Musical moves in next door. And uh, really nice at first. But as time goes on, he makes their lives a living hell as their neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you yeah, can probably yeah. pick up some good, good ideas from that movie. Yeah, a good, good one. Good one. Just knocking on the door every day, Steve. You know, can I borrow some flour? Yeah. Yeah, probably got pretty good flour around here. Okay, you probably got the best. Uh, <laughs> and if they I'll give it to you, that you give it, say, he's like, can I borrow some flour? And they go, he gets you, know, he gets you some flour. Say, uh, okay, good, thanks a lot. Hey, can I five thousand dollars? Yeah, your dad's a fucking good negotiator, <laughs> or I'm a bad one, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All what right, kind well, of car do you drive? That's what I'm doing next time, Stevie. I'm gonna buy another place here eventually, and I'm gonna go to sell it. Yeah, what are you driving? Good one. That's right. what I'm going to do. You learn, Stevie. You learn from these things. Every time you look at the front of that house, you're going to say, that guy's got five grand on me. That guy's got five grand. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you on uh, Monday, I guess. Or, no, we're back tomorrow. What am I talking about? Uh, we'll talk to you on our next episode. All right. Good night, everyone. We'll see you. You blotted out my we'll see you. Do you mind? Okay, go ahead. We'll see you. Much better. All right. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.